0: Find your market, find your customer, find the, find the thing you're fulfilling first. Like you need to find those customers and those clients first. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very easy to do online now.
1: In addition to that is picture yourself doing that for years and years in a row. Is there just a thing for now or you really enjoy that? Do we follow what we believe or do we follow what sells? Do we follow our hearts or do we follow the money in my pocket, you know? The Radium Podcast episode nine
0: zero ninety. 90 Oh my god. That's older than... Uh, than me, for sure. Than you, for sure. <laughs> it's older. I'm 88. You're only 88? Oh, that's good, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm like 98.
1: Yeah, like, you look older, though. I'm
0: like a million and eight. You look older. You look older. You look older than a million.
1: <laughs> I'm a teenager, dude.
0: <laughs> you look older than a million, dude. <laughs> you're definitely getting old. Yeah. <laughs> hey so uh today we wanted to chat about um, something that i think is actually really prevalent right now mm. um, and that is diversifying your music career mm. or, or any business that you're in really because um you know i think the the thing we shall not mention starts with a c ends with a d mm. um, you know it, it changed the world as we know it mm. uh, obviously you know I'm stating the obvious here but the music industry wasn't ready for it um yeah touring artists you know i've talked to a lot of artists that, that have been on tour and been making their their incomes from like yeah. yeah we toured and we we played shows and that's how we made our money we sold merch on the tours right and um it's it's kind of a bummer man like i was like oh man and what are you doing now and they're like, i don't know we don't know what to do
1: <laughs> you know
0: we had like this record that came out with these yeah. people and and then you know sony owns part of this record and that owns this and i'm like how much money are you making off streaming you know yeah they're like I don't know a few bucks
1: (laughs) a few few artists they rely too much in what is hot and what the media tells them that is the way to make money Hmm. but they forget that back in the days people would do everything to make money in music yeah from you know sell CDs vinyl playing concerts playing other people concerts open up you know, for other bigger artists,
0: take um, their clothes, sell off.
1: merch, yeah. Sex I tapes. mean, dude, like Jay Z, everything. Jay Z just got rich. It's not because they're, they're his albums, it's because all the companies he opened up. Yeah, you know, Facts.
0: Like- <laughs> no, it's all it's all it's all affiliated. You know, marketing and it's mm-hmm. um, you know, it's a lot of branding and it's endorsement deals and and all that licensing everything. So I I think like the biggest thing to start with is. Um, I don't, I, I, first of all, I feel like for the people like having to struggle right now, Yeah, you know, like that's, no, me too. that's something I want to put out there. I don't want to ever feel like, um, I don't want anyone to ever feel like, you know, we do a podcast or I, I, you know, to give, make fun give a any. tip of the day or something yeah. to like to posture or feel no, like, no. you know, Hey, I, I'm better than you. I'm making money and I'm doing fine. <laughs> no, Um, I, you know, that's the first thing I, I really want to make clear is that. I feel that, you know, like I've been there and, and I, I hit that. I mean, I'm an, I'm an entrepreneur. It's like, it happens to me every what, like, you know, six days.
1: Yeah. There are cycles. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Every six days. I'm like, for sure. Oh shit. How am I going to do this? This (laughs) makes no sense. How am I going to make money? You know? And, um, I would say like the number one thing people are overlooking in the music industry, especially is they're not making content. They're yeah. really they're really not putting themselves out there. They're waiting for their music video to be completely done, yeah. their art to be perfect, their music to be perfect, to drop yeah. anything. Yeah. And uh, the truth is, is that you guys, I want you to know from personal experience that I did that for years and years and years. And I was broke. Nobody knew anything about me. I wasn't helping anybody. Mm-hmm. I wasn't. Putting out music that was good, or doing anything, you know, with any artist that was that great. Um, but for some reason, we get in our heads a little bit. I think as artists, yeah, uh, creators, producers, composers, we think that what we're doing uh, right now it matters to the rest of the world like it matters to us.
1: Yeah, and I think
0: it's almost that's... like a, it's almost like an entrepreneurial thing, right? Like, yeah. we think like we got this product, we got this service, we got this dude. I made this guitar; it's incredible. Let me tell you about all the details of the handcrafting, the nut, you know, <laughs> blah blah blahs, and the and the wood and the. Oh my gosh, it's it's unbelievable, incredibly detailed. And like, the
1: word it comes in, we don't need this. Yeah, <laughs> we don't I mean, ask for this.
0: Yeah, the marketplace is like what I don't want martin makes better guitars or or, you know martin can do that for like 600 Mm bucks and you want how much for it like it's just not that important to the rest of the world so like my my first piece of advice to you uh, if i can give advice on this find your customer and find your market first yeah before you decide you're going to go make a trap beat or you're going to start putting up you know your music that you know is from 2015 kind of type beats with yeah. jaw rule raps on it like find your market find your customer find the find the thing you're fulfilling first like you need to find those customers and those clients first mm-hmm. um and it's very easy to do
1: online now yeah and i think uh in addition to that is picture yourself doing that the same thing for years and years in a row. Is there just a thing for now or you really enjoy that? Right.
0: Exactly. Because right, it's
1: so easy to get caught up on trends again, you know, mm-hmm. like we all come we're always coming back to the trends topic because it's it's trending. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you know it's something that really touches us in a daily basis, our creatives in a daily basis. Like, do we follow what we believe or do we follow what sells? Do we follow our hearts or do we follow the pocket the, the money in my pocket, you know, hundred percent. So, so there,
0: there's, there's a lot of things that I think um, that maybe creatives just aren't very good at. Right. Like we think what we're creating is just so good because I, I think the problem is, is that we see what's going into it.
1: Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: And here's like a great example. I think this is maybe I've done this maybe over a million times by now, mm. like straight up. Uh, I'll be making a song. I'm producing a song. I'm mixing mm-hmm. a song or I'm I'm writing a song, whatever right. it might be. And I'm using a technique mm-hmm. that I've never used before mm-hmm. and I'm doing something creative with like, oh, so I'm going to, I'm taking the profit and I'm going to run it through this and then I'm going to filter it and do this and I'm designing the sound mm-hmm. to then do this. Like, just because you know what went into that sound, that bass sound, whatever he made, you know, like mm. the, the, uh, the drum, the kick drum that you designed so, <laughs> so eloquently and like spent hours on doesn't mean that your listener gives any shits at all about it. Yeah. And that's, yeah. that's, that's really the truth, right? It's like, you don't even know, man, what I did to make that kick sound. And, and I think like the reason we do that as artists is because we want everything to be from our soul, from us. Right. Yeah. Like, I didn't just go on splice, you know, (laughs) I didn't just find a, a drum sound out of contact. Mm -hmm. Well, guess what? Maybe you should. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it's like, you should think about what moves you. Sure. And if you're like into sound design, you should be a sound designer and you should make, you should make kits and you should make sounds and loops and you should sell those Mm -hmm. and you should make a business out Mm -hmm. of that. And maybe you shouldn't be a producer. Uh, Producers, they make products, they produce all the way through they yeah. finish something to make it market viable that's what a producer is that's yeah. the definition of it so if you're getting caught up in like your snare sound or the synth that you designed through i used analog synths and i didn't use any any vsts and all this shit um i think you're in the wrong game i think you're your passion really lies in the in the nitpicky and and you know finagling stuff it's almost it's tweaking. almost trying
1: to to add value through the process not through the result. Yeah, exactly. Right? So you want to show the way. Okay. That's okay. That's fine. That's okay. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong course. with that. Yeah, we talked about this
0: earlier. It's like you don't need to be an entrepreneur. You don't you can yeah, be you exactly. can be a, a, an employee. Yeah. Like people uh I think the the Gary V uh, fucking last five years of Roma-
1: just, romanticizing just romanticizing entrepreneurship. Just
0: romanticizing entrepreneurship, like yeah. as if it's this great thing and everyone should do it and fuck a boss and fuck yeah. a job. Like yeah. a job is just over broke. Like you guys like, yeah, we got to get over that bullshit and we got to get over all this, this garbage that's been thrown all over the internet. Yeah. Cause it's depressing people. It's killing people. Yeah.
1: I-, I was telling you about the story of this friend of mine. Um, he was in a job, you know, working for a startup so, meaning no clock in time, no clock out time. He, he was basically always working. The deadlines are kind of on his own, um, and he couldn't do it. You know, he got fired because he he couldn't perform under that mm. that structure. Like he needs structure. He needs like nine to five. I know exactly what my goals and deadlines are. Yeah. Like in a startup you don't have that. Like no. at Radium here we have many things going on at the same time. And we try to make structures on things and processes, but many times we get hit by the head like, oh, you no. know what? The market changed completely. Right. Now like something that we believed three months ago completely changed. Now we have to pivot. So it's it's really hard. Not mm-hmm. not everybody can deal with that. You right. know, it's it's hard.
0: Yeah, and it's you know, you're you're your own bank.
1: Yeah. Like you your, <laughs> oh like
0: God. if you don't have if you don't know how to create income and cash flow for yourself then I mean out of thin air. Like mm-hmm. if you don't know how to create customers, fans, people that are going to keep coming back and also like the most important thing is is if you're not really providing value, like real value. Yeah. Because what what I think I did for the first, you know, um maybe two, three years of radium As I thought about what I wanted to bring to the market mm-hmm. and what I wanted to do and what I thought I was good at. Oh man, yeah. I'm so good at this. You yeah. know, there's no way like we, I can make way better stuff than other people on this. Like, yeah, the, uh, the best product doesn't win, you know, the, uh, the most valuable product wins Yeah, and the most perceived value wins. And, you know, just speaking on pivoting, because I really want to get back to, I want to get back on subject here. Mm-hmm. When you think about what you've been doing for the last year, because really it's been about a year since, uh, you know, COVID hit and stuff, and it really kind of just destroyed everybody's touring schedules and stuff. Mm-hmm. When you think about this last year, do you think that it's something that you've learned from, or do you think it's something that's devastated you or taken you even out of the music business or entrepreneurship? And why? Because Like the biggest question I want to ask is, and the reason I'm asking that question is because when you're an entrepreneur, that's the, that's the gig. The gig is to consistently and constantly find and develop new products, services, ideas, but put them and implement them as fast as possible.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's not about,
0: it's not about being the idea guy. That's like, that's like a creative director in a, in a corporation, Mm. you know? uh if you want to be an entrepreneur and you want to be in business especially music business you need to be able to create new ideas songs merchandise um live live ideas on your instagram uh clubhouse topics to talk about a podcast uh huh right like the radium podcast is a great one mm-hmm. um but just like thing you have to implement quick yeah and and you can speak a little bit about this will because you work with me Almost yeah. every day, right? It's like, yeah. what? What do
1: I do with you? <laughs> he pivots all the time. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I've been working with you two years now. Yeah, uh, two years and a little more, actually. Yeah, I was gonna say two years. Yeah, two I think years it's it's and two, two months. I think two two years and two months. Um, and happy since, anniversary, baby. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and since we first started, um, it's all it's all about. It's been all about implementing as fast as we could because as I said the, the, the market it's it's so it, it changes so fast mm. that we couldn't just keep up keep up with what we were doing in the beginning uh, I remember we were very deep on mixing and mastering and yep. just doing like those surface level jobs for the music industry yep and we started noticing that that wasn't helping anybody right not even us because
0: let's go let's go deeper into that yeah i think that's interesting because here's what happens when you start a music business you think i love mixing records yeah right yeah and i do like personally i love mixing records Mm -hmm. uh i've been mixing records for two decades Mm -hmm. so i go i'm good at that yeah let's offer that as a service
1: yeah because i'm good at it because i know how to do it (laughs) yeah
0: and What we ended up doing was like, okay, so we need to get a whole structure behind the business of mixing and mastering, right? Mm -hmm. We're going to offer this service and we're going to fulfill this service. And then you get into the service and you realize you're mixing and you're mastering for people uh, of all levels. Yeah. Right? So people that have no idea what mixing even is they're yeah. like wait so i just need mastering or i need mixing they they don't even know right they don't know the terminology they don't know mm-hmm. what you're doing yeah so they don't value it so they're like 500 dollars. what why yeah why would it why? be 500 dollars, right and uh then you have to explain the process and then we made pl- pamphlets mm-hmm. to like literally break down like everything step-by <laughs> step-by-step mm-hmm. process we've made videos we've made you know video tutorials on mixing mm. um content tons of content on it uh and offering this product, this service—that it's a service—you can't scale it. Okay. Yeah. So first of all, it's you hard. either you either you either charge more money for it, and you take on less clients, or you charge less money, and you take on tons of clients. So what we started to realize is that as you try to do something that you you love and you're good at, and you offer it then as a as a service, uh, in an art world where everything's subjective, people tend to think that whatever they do with their music is better than what you're going to do with their music. Mm -hmm. And what I found is that only about 40% of people really think, wow, what you did with the mix is way better than what I can do. Regardless, regardless of whether that's true or not. And I think the biggest reason is, is because mixing and mastering and the art and, uh, turning into the commerce and the market viability, there's that gap where everybody has a computer now and there's a huge detachment on what is market viable and what is making a a song. Mm -hmm. So if you're somebody that doesn't understand what market viable is, you've never had a platinum record. You've never had a gold record. You've never worked on anything like that. Uh, You're just making your own music and you think you really got it. You're an artist, whatever. Um, You're, you're in a delusional state because you don't, you don't know what the finished product of what you're doing sounds like in a world where you're making great money, going platinum with it. Right. 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 But then, you know, I've, I have platinum records. I've worked with platinum recording artists. I have worked on big projects, you know? So I know what that sounds like. And I've been in those rooms. So for me, I thought that's a great product and a great service to offer. Yeah. When in fact it was probably the worst thing to offer, right? <laughs> yeah, because because you can't because you're talking to the public, you're talking to people that just got a laptop. You're talking to guys that want to cut rap records or pop records that have never written uh, anything that made them more than a hundred dollars, yeah. maybe not even more than ten dollars. Yeah, and then you're trying to tell them like, hey, hire me. I can make you a market viable product, and they don't understand that concept. Yeah, so you can't you can't offer. Something, like I said at the beginning, you have to find your customer first and then you fulfill that need.
1: Yeah, not only find your your customer first, but also decide what's our mission. And I think our mission never changed, but the tools that we use to fulfill that mission. So right now, we just decided that um, it's easier. Not easier, but it's, it's definitely more... I, I wouldn't say easier. I wouldn't say... I don't want to compare like what it's e- the easy way to do things or anything like because we we're not definitely not choosing the, the easiest path here. Oh God, no! Uh, but um, <laughs> what we just decided to do <clears throat> is just educate the industry first, so we can show yep. them how important having the product in a good level it is.
0: Now here's here's you know? the biggest battle, right? Is that and I want I want to say this on the podcast because. I think there's a lot of people out there dealing with this right now right? that have been mixing or mastering or producing for people for, you know, and offering their service for five, you know, six, seven years. Yeah. And they're like, or even three years, two years. I don't care what time period you've been doing it for. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe even longer than me. Right. Mm. Um, The biggest thing is right here is that what you're saying is like educating people. It's like there's so many people out there that don't want to be educated
1: yeah right so
0: so when you're making and and hopefully this is the valuable thing you take away from this when you're making a product or service in the music industry you have to not think about um what you think is valuable and i think that's where it's really fucking hard because you may think that you're you know, you're really good at editing. You're like an amazing Melodyner. Mm -hmm. So you're going to go sell a course on Melodyning, right? Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: you're going to teach the world how to Melodyne. You're only going to charge $20 for the course, right? Who thinks out there by a raise of hands or by a like and comment on this video Mm -hmm. that you can go and sell $50,000 in Melodyning tutorials, (laughs) To people that don't fucking care, don't care if their vocals are out of tune, don't give a shit about Melodyne, would never buy the product because it's too expensive, um, have Pro Tools 10 on their 2014 MacBook Pro. You get what I'm saying? It's not relevant to the industry. Therefore, it's not a product or service that the industry actually wants. Therefore, when you go into the the shark tank or you're looking for investors, excuse Mm -hmm. me, um, when you go and pitch that idea, they're like, "How much have you sold of it? Uh,
1: Twenty units, hundred dollars worth."
0: And nobody, nobody cares. That's the problem. So you have to find things that are sexy.
1: Yeah, thank you.
0: And what we've learned, <laughs> you know, I found will. No, like you have to, you have to find the things that are sexy to people, mm-hmm. whether you want to do it or you think it's important or valuable or not does not fucking matter
1: yeah and
0: that's the music industry okay mm-hmm. like this is music industry 101 what you think is valuable and what you know people need does not fucking matter yeah what's sexy and fun and cool that's what matters for the music industry
1: yeah no 100 man um right like i think yeah you touched the point right there
0: i want placements bro i want nba young boy placements <laughs> Yeah. I want to be him. I want to get a car. I want a Lamborghini. I want, I want to make a beat that some famous rapper jumps on,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and and I make a bunch of money off of. That's the that's what people want. So what what do you got to do? You got to make a product that's sexy. You got to make a following that's sexy. You got to make a a movement, a culture, t-shirts, designs, fun stuff that people latch onto that think, hey, that's cool. I'm with it. I like the yeah. fashion behind it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, and now, how you think that comes back to our main topic? Like, how you think those two things relate? So, the way you pivot, the way you, the way we pivot, for example, with radium. Mm-hmm. How you think using that as an example to to bring it the uh, the, the main topic here today, which is the um, di- 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 diversification of the business. What do you think? Right. How do you think those two things relate in well, the music industry and a in specific for artists?
0: Right, exactly. So so the way that that um, that I think about it, like truly think about it and the way that we implement it, is that you have you have different levels to everything, okay? So <laughs> when we're doing a custom production for somebody, we're also helping them with their marketing. I'm, all, I'm running ads on Facebook. I'm getting them streams through finding targeted markets and understanding the analytics and reading the analytics and using the pixel data mm-hmm. and retargeting and retargeting and washing out everything that doesn't matter to get honed in on what that song and what that artist needs Mm -hmm. from the production to the mix, to the master, to the vocal delivery, vocal production to everything. Right. Mm -hmm. And that tier is going to be like $2,500 to $10,000. That person's serious. They want to build a music career. They want to do three songs. They want to roll out projects. They want publishing deals. They want a future in music. They want to understand the business, the fundamentals of business. That person already has that education. They also have songs that are worthy of that. Even if they don't have the money,
1: they have the means to get the money.
0: They can find it, guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Because they that's have important. songs they believe in. Yeah. They're writing good songs. They can produce at a certain level, you know, a range in Logic Pro, Pro Tools, Ableton, FL Studio, whatever. They can get ideas down that are, that are you know, that's a great idea. That's a demo. That's great. I can take it to the next level. We can get a business going for you, right? Right. That's one level of person that I talk to completely different and offer completely different products and services to, right? I'm not going to ask uh, you know, uh Johnny Johnny over here that literally just got Logic Pro. Mm-hmm. Uh thinks he's going to go make a hit and he needs to he he hits me up because he wants promo. That's <laughs> that's the funny thing, right? I need promo on my song, bro.
1: How like, many songs do you have out? Oh, one.
0: Uh, I got, I got like, I got one. Mm -hmm. uh, Actually, I put out a few projects. You check them out. They're Mm. all, oh, I did everything. Mm. Oh, you did everything. Okay, cool. That's great. You know, not every, uh, very, very small percentage of the world can do everything and make it sound great, right? Yeah. Oh, I wrote the song, arranged it, mixed it, mastered it, produced everything. Okay. I'm pretty sure I know what that sounds like. (laughs) I I usually do, right? I know where that's at. And uh, there are some talented people out there. I'm not saying they're not, Mm -hmm. but uh, it's usually like 75% done.
1: Right. And yeah. then they
0: don't have any marketing behind it. And they don't know how to shoot a video and they don't know how to make a c- album cover. So the way to diversify getting back on topic mm-hmm. is that you have that pocket and you have to find those people by offering them and offering everybody an entry level thing whether that's like a free thing uh some help i do i do live song reviews on wednesdays and saturdays on youtube mm-hmm. we do content like this podcast we do the mm-hmm. plug-in of the week we do mm-hmm. uh, the mixing series right. we do the tip of the day um i'm consistently and constantly trying to educate people not because i think everybody's so fucking stupid it's because mm-hmm. i want to find people that go like Dude, I was just having that conversation the other day with a publisher. Dude, mm-hmm. I was just having that conversation the other day with an independent artist I'm working on, uh, mm-hmm. working with, and we're trying to get to a publisher. Yeah, dude, I just had that conversation, right? So yeah. those are the people then that hit me up and that we talk, and then I figure out like where are you at, what's going on, and how I can help them. Yeah. But here's the thing: people in the music industry are lazy. We want to put a post up on Instagram and say, "Buy a beat, get two free." It's 50% off. Everything's on a deal. Everything's a special because you don't know how to market and you don't know how to talk to people and you don't know how to sell and you don't know how business actually works. And the truth is, is that business takes the long, hard patience of Mm -hmm. being a human being, uh, creating, creating great relationships, actually listening to people's music right getting on clubhouse and spending hours and hours and hours talking to people and answering questions getting on uh dude i do youtube lives where i'm doing song reviews where i've done them for three hours straight
1: yeah it's incredible
0: where i literally have to go like hold on guys you guys cool if i take a piss
1: Mm -hmm.
0: you get what i'm saying because that's important to me and the truth is is that i have to spend hours and hours and hours and hours and hours live song reviewing and helping people and giving them free stuff in order to find the people that I would want to even work with.
1: Yeah. 100%. Whether they pay
0: me or fucking not. So yeah. Right? So that's yeah. the that's the industry, that's art. Yeah. And and 100%. the truth is that art when you're working in art, you don't want to work for a fee on stuff you hate.
1: Yep. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how much money you you got back, if it's not something you believe. Yeah, go go do it. You're always a different gonna job. ask for more money because you're gonna be unhappy. About it. So it's this, just not, it's not
0: worth it. Yeah. It, I promise it's not worth it. Yeah. It's not. You know, I mean, uh, Radium's been alive for over four years now. Mm-hmm. Before that, I worked with Mark Mothersbaugh for five years. Yeah. Before that, I was working freelance and doing voiceover and doing all sorts of crazy shit, right?
1: And before that, PF Chang's.
0: And before that, it was restaurants, right? And, and still making music, right? On the mm-hmm. side. But mm-hmm. the truth is, is like, you. This is a lifestyle thing. I talk about it all the time. Uh, You have to be in it for the lifestyle, just like someone that's healthy or works out, you know, is like strong looking fit, like fitness is a lifestyle, you know, Uh, being a guitarist is a lifestyle. Being a drummer is a lifestyle, right? Being an actor is a, a lifestyle, you don't like go like oh i don't have any movies or shows right now i just stop acting acting no they're going to the theater you know they're 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 doing stuff they're doing reads they're doing online reads they're having fun with it they're learning you know they're participating in the culture because that's what it is yeah. so when you're not selling records or you're not selling beats or you're not whatever like you're still you're still learning you're like watching a tutorial or you're you know playing with a new synth You know, you're putting new beats down and you're trying new stuff. You know, it's something that you, you live, you breathe, you eat, you sleep. Uh, You know, when your girlfriend, boyfriend, your wife, husband is going, hey, babe, are you going to stop working? You know, they Mm -hmm. don't understand it. Mm. They think it's work for you. You're going, I'm just living life, you know? Yeah. You know, we, we talk about this stuff all the time, all but the, the time. truth is, is that, you know, uh, now I got the the studio in the in the spare room at the house, you know, yeah. here in Hollywood, and I'm like, I love it. I love the fact that I can come in here, I can I can vibe out for a while. Yeah, I can come out, play with the dogs. Mm-hmm. You know,
1: nugget traffic.
0: It's important. Yeah, I don't I don't have to go drive park be stressed out. I could just feel a vibe, come in and deliver it. Do you right?
1: Remember how many tickets do you have back in Oh my gosh.
0: in Hollywood? <laughs> I got so many tickets, man. It was ridiculous. Wow. But you know, like this this is the whole point though though like with pivoting is that and it's not even about pivoting. I don't even like that word too much to be honest. Yeah. I think it's diversifying and it's it's finding new income drips and new streams of revenue. Yeah. And uh your revenue streams have to do with what you love doing. You're never going to make money doing something you hate. Uh, and when you do, that money will dry up because you'll you'll get worse and worse and worse at it because you're not really doing it because you love it. You're doing it because you got to make a living. Mm-hmm. And uh, this goes for anything. I don't care if you work a job or you're an entrepreneur. Um, it doesn't matter. Like. I'm so tired of all the entrepreneur bullshit talk. Like you got to be an entrepreneur and you got to not work for someone. Fuck that.
1: Yeah.
0: I would love to work for someone. Actually every day I work for someone.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, people pay me to work on their records Mm -hmm. and I work for them. I don't, I'm not my own boss. And I hate that idea. Like everyone, you got to be your own boss, bro. I'm like, the only thing that, that you do as your own boss is you pay your own fucking taxes. (laughs) Mm hmm. You get your own legal shit hit, Mm -hmm. you get invoices, you have to pay people, you have to take care of all the bullshit and you have to take all the responsibilities. If you want that, then go for it. Be an entrepreneur, go hit it real hard and just (laughs) go brag to all your friends on Instagram. But it's really not that cool of a lifestyle and it's very lonely and diversifying that lifestyle is going to make you a lot happier. You know, getting in the room with more people, uh, working for more people, collaborating with more people, getting other businesses to participate in what you're doing. Um, You know, just anything and everything that takes a little bit of the pressure off of you as the, I'm the entrepreneur, I'm the boss, like being the boss is not as cool as you think it is. Um, And most people, and this is statistics, right? Most people running their own companies and small businesses are failing in America. And not only that, there are very, 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 very few that make over $50,000 a year Mm. in a small business, right? So, and you could see it right now with COVID. It's like most of them just failed because they weren't diversified. They were sitting there going, I'm a restaurant. Now I can't have people in my restaurant. Now I'm over. It's done. Give me some money from the, from the government. Like yeah, but if you were making your own sauces and branding your own shit and Mm -hmm. and diversifying and being
1: passionate about it, coming back to the passion. Yeah, where's the passion?
0: Like, why weren't you packaging your own stuff and distributing and you know figuring out different ways like delivery services and food trucks and and doing different things to make sure that you were diversified because you were just working a job. You were another entrepreneur in America. You know that was failing, and yep. and was going. Man, I I don't actually like what I'm doing, but I'm the boss, and I got to do this. Yep. And then it comes time, and your shit gets shut down. Oh yeah. You know, and it's the truth is, is like, it, it doesn't like passion will only get you so far. It's disciplines and it's understanding. Like, you know, I get some of this income here, some of this income here, some of this income here, and understanding like, yo, if this happened, what would happen to my business? And if you can answer that question and it's like, oh, my business will be over, then you're doing something wrong.
1: Yeah. Right? Or you're not creative enough to be in that profession. Well,
0: no, I mean, like, a <laughs> great know? example is like, oh, I make beats. Okay, yeah,
1: yeah. let me ask you a question.
0: If uh, an AI came out from Splice, right, tomorrow, and just made beats and put together all the samples and, like...
1: Which is already work. Yeah,
0: yeah, But happening. just did but just did stuff that, like, you were doing... And you're like not really like popping. You don't have a big brand or anything, um, and you couldn't sell beats tomorrow. Like, what would you do? Regardless of whether you're using funnels or not, I don't give a fuck about that because mm-hmm. it's just it's all it's all bullshit. If yeah, the if someone cool. else yeah. is doing it, uh, robots doing it for for much cheaper, much wow. better. Whatever it is, like you got to ask yourself those questions. If that happened, then what would happen to your company? Oh, well, my my revenue would be cut by 80%. Well, then there you mm-hmm. go. Your business is over. Huh. Like if you couldn't be in the studio recording people and making tracks and having sessions, right? Uh, you know, tomorrow for the next three months, what would happen to your business? Mm-hmm. You have to ask all those questions. Uh, and I think a lot of people can just say like, well, my mom and dad would pay for everything, right? Or, mm-hmm. or the money would keep coming in from my school loans or whatever it is, right? Yeah. But um, you gotta be you gotta be thinking about this stuff all the time, and um,
1: yeah. Otherwise, you're all, always one step from failure. Like if you don't know, like if you don't have a plan B, plan C, plan D, and, and not talking. I'm not talking about uh, being on the fence about right, anything. Right, right. It's just like really be prepared and be creative along the other roles in your creative profession. Yeah, you know it's yeah. like you you talk about you talk about that all the time like how can you guys be creative with your music but not be creative with your marketing with your business models with you, the way you make money that's the crazy artists like what you're an artist like harness is it and all this also comes back to the lifestyle thing if you're an artist it doesn't matter if it's music or it's art like music is just a thing you decided to express mm. your art artistry you know yeah like your soul is just that it's just music is just one tool um how how can you not be creative with the other aspects of your career it's just yeah it blows my mind as well Like
0: yeah well i, th- I think that creativity comes from knowing yeah right so or not knowing well, that, that's the point right <laughs> so like if you're uh, if you're a beat maker kid that just really wants to learn everything about fl studio And samples and drums and hip hop and trap music and NBA young boy type beats. (laughs) But, and I'm not even laughing at that. I really think like if you're that kid and you're so passionate about that, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: but you're not passionate about anything else, like you're, you're, you're doomed, right? Yeah. Because like you're not going to be creative about the marketing and the business side if you're not interested in it if it's not like going back to what we were talking about earlier, if it's Mm -hmm. not sexy. Yeah. Right. It's not appealing to you. Yeah. Like you don't need money. Your parents pay for everything. You don't need money because it just somehow comes to you. Right. Mm -hmm. Whatever it might be. So you don't really need a business. So business is not your passion. So you don't want to learn anything about business. Yeah. And when you don't want to learn anything about something, then you get hit by it. You just say, fuck that. I can't believe the government fucked us over. And you blame it on other things Mm -hmm. because you just, don't care about that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think I think that's the key is like start the most successful people in the world 100% are just very curious people. Yeah, 100%. It's it's curiosity is always yeah. going to serve you well. If you're curious about how things work, about how marketing works, about how labels work, about how publishers work, about how sync licensing works, about how my music makes money, how mixing works, how mastering works. If you're curious and you're constantly digging in and trying to find the right content to learn more about it,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you're going to win. It's just inevitable. You just do it long enough.
1: Right? Yeah. Yeah. And I think the that diversification aspect of it is only you trying to find new ways to 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 fulfill that purpose in the first place because that door closed, okay, let me find another door. It mm. must have another door. Because you're just curious. There. Yeah. Well, how do people
0: make money with this? How are they doing that? How are they doing that? And then when you start learning all these things, you start to get creative. That's the whole point. It's like when you know a little bit about this, this, and this, you can then creatively come up with your new strategies that work together, right? For
1: sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's very, it's a very, very good point. Um, The being creative part, it's not oh, yeah, I am I was born creative, and I know <laughs> I have this, the creative solutions for everything. Right, right. No, it's just being willing to try and willing to try new things. Yeah. And in the middle of the way, you're going to notice, oh, I can do this. Oh, I can do that. Oh, I didn't notice that I could do this as well. Exactly. And that's how the creativity is, is just fed and... It's all in. it's all
0: experimenting.
1: Exactly. It's like experimenting without
0: feeling shame, yeah, or feeling guilt or feeling uh any sort of emotional state. It's yeah. literally like I want to mess with this and see how it works. Yeah, and then other people around you are always going to tell you it's not going to work, or they're going to have some sort of theory, or they're going to they're going to tell you what they think, of their opinion. And it might come from jealousy, it might come that they didn't come up with the idea, it might come from uh, you know the fact that they truly don't think it's going to work. Yeah, um, but usually that's what creative people do. They say, well fuck you i don't i don't i don't need to do what you tell me you know like rage against the machine right mm-hmm. fuck you i won't do what you tell me like yeah that's creative like that's that's what we're about like creatives yep. are about like you know i don't care what you think might work or might not work i'm going to try it and i'm going to do it my way yeah and when i do it my way and i try it and it doesn't work i'm going to be okay with that yeah i'll fail i'm all right with that it's fine and you can tell me i told you so that's cool but by the fifth time when it does work and i'm i'm crushing it then you are still gonna talk shit <laughs> and it doesn't really matter to me because mm-hmm. i'm a creative person and that's what i want to do yeah right Yeah.
1: No, 100 percent, man um like the beatles are the the best inspiration for that could you yeah, imagine so like so many people if they man. kept doing the same <laughs> type of music they were doing the first album like they would they wouldn't be the Beatles, like I mean, at if, all.
0: If Elon Musk like Elon Musk just just like stopped when he was PayPal. failing over and over and over again, or even
1: like when he <laughs> succeeded and sold PayPal, yeah. And decided, oh, that's that's it for me. Yeah, like I'm we good. Didn't, we wouldn't have Tesla. We don't, Tesla, need, we we don't, don't
0: need super fast cars that are electric. Face acts yeah. and all that. I don't need to be the richest man in the world. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like think about that. Like, but that's the whole point. So. You know, I'm going I'm to wrap it up. Mm-hmm. I think I think at the end of the day, it's like diversifying is about learning, you know? Yeah. It's about trying to figure out things. And
1: not being ashamed to try new yeah, things. It's, yeah, it's, you know,
0: like, you know what? Like, everybody's out there, like, trying to craft the perfect song, mm-hmm. craft the perfect visual. Yeah. Craft the perfect whatever. And then when they finally put it out and it flops, they just go, like, blame it on something else, <laughs> right? And then they stop. And, like, that's the truth. And... and True, true entrepreneurship or creative thinking is just, it's a hundred percent opposite of that. It's try, 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 throw shit at the wall, mess around with it, tweak it, tweak it, tweak it, tweak it, tweak it. You know, it's going to work. Keep tweaking it, figure it out. Right. And when it finally does work, you know, don't stop there because creatives never do. Right. Like we find something that works, we hit it. And then we're like, how do we multiply that? How do we do Mm -hmm. another one? Right. Yeah. Yeah. that's it that's it just just keep pushing keep going but uh hopefully you guys love this uh you know i know this was a longer podcast but you know this This is like a deep topic
1: yeah no i love it i love i love these deep talks man i I, for me like i'm here with my coffee drinking you know just having a good conversation for me i can be here for hours it's just um it needs to serve our our guys there yeah guys the girls making music our guy girls but yeah, um, hey guys, go follow this guy here, Bradley, Bradley HD, Bradley, wow, Bradley, <laughs> Bradley. Oh, <okay. laughs>
0: that's, the, that's the, that's the Portuguese, yeah, coming out, that's
1: Bradley HD on Instagram, and X videos, and Xvideos.com. <laughs> <laughs> dot com,
0: mm-hmm. and then uh, go, go follow Will, at, at Will Martins Music, IG, you know it, thanks for tuning in guys, uh, drop a comment, show some love, love to hear about more stuff, that uh, you guys want to hear about, and also like, where do we go from here with the music industry? Like, what are you guys' predictions?
1: <laughs> <It's> my drone. <problem. laughs>